In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Shall I crucify your King? In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void, and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light. And there was light. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life. The life was the light of all people. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him all things in heaven and on earth were created things visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or powers. All things have been created through him and for him. He himself is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he might come to have first place in everything. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. And through him God was pleased to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven. By making peace through the blood of his cross. Shall I crucify your king? Strange, is it not? When one reads 
the Gospels carefully. And when one hears these passion narratives with fresh eyes, we always find a new strain of story among the familiar. And each year on this day, some of the same things are said as they are every year. Jesus died on a cross for my sins. God the Son shows that greater love has no man than this, than to lay down his life for his friends. But we sometimes forget that it is a rebellion that we are part of that puts Jesus on trial, that gawks at him as he falls, that yells insults at a man dying on a cross and at God demonstrating ultimate and infinite love. And in that realization, in that stark truth, when we realize that we are taking part in an insurrection, not just of some world leader, but an insurrection against the king of the cosmos. Shall I crucify your king? Then the eyes of both were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? He said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked. And the Lord God made garments of skin for the man and for his wife and clothed them. When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they took his clothes and divided them into four parts, one for each soldier. God, after Adam and Eve sinned by eating of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, cast them out of the garden 
at them as a sign of love. And knowing our own needs as men and women, he clothed them with skins. Our sins caused our Lord and Creator to begin the awful practice of sacrificing. And God provided the first sacrifice by killing some animal to provide clothing for us as a result of our sin and to help us hide our shame. A gift of love and dignity and respect to us. We have taken our Lord and King and beat him flogged him, forced him to carry a heavy wooden cross, stripped him naked, and nailed God to that cross to make him a spectacle and reserve for him a cruel death, the death of a slave. Shall I crucify your king? The crowds and us too reply, We have no king but Caesar. He was in the world. And the world came into being through him. Yet the world did not know him. And this is the judgment. That the light has come into the world. And people loved darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For all who do evil hate the light and do not come to the light so that their deeds may not be exposed. We have perverted what God's love was and is. We have taken those things that are created and put them above the Creator. We run away from God because we prefer those things that are evil, sinful, and the light scares us. 
because we can finally see the true nature of sin and what it does to us. And our ultimate testimony of this is by whom we claim allegiance to. Caesar, the world, our country, military might that flexes its muscle and thousands die with a single bomb, or perhaps Things closer to home, my house, my car, my wealth, my job, my free time, my relationships. What is king of your life? Who is Caesar in your life? What are those things that we find hard to sacrifice to show our Lord, our king, our friend, that we love him supremely. A poem by the Reverend Samuel Crossman, written in 1664. My song is love unknown. My Savior's love to me. Love to the loveless shown that they might lovely be. Oh, who am I? That for my sake my Lord should take frail flesh and die. He came from his blessed throne, salvation to bestow, but men made strange, and none the longed for Christ would know. But oh, my friend, my friend indeed, who at my need his life did spend. Sometimes they strew his way and his sweet praises sing, resounding all the day hosannas to their king. Then crucify is all their and for his death they thirst and cry.
cry. Why? What hath my Lord done? What makes this rage and spite? He made the lame to run. He gave the blind their sight, sweet injuries. Yet they at these themselves displease and against him rise. They rise and needs will have my dear Lord made away. A murderer they say. Prince of life, they slay. Yet, cheerful he to suffering goes, that he his foes from thence might free. In life, no house, no home, my Lord on earth might have. In death, no friendly tomb, but what a stranger gave. What may I say? Heaven was his home, but mine the tomb wherein he lay. Here might I stay and sing. No story so divine. Never was love, dear king. Never was grief like thine. This is my friend in whose sweet I, all my days, could gladly spend.